heard that right, people. That was the crack of a truly. It's one of those episodes tonight. It's a Saturday, 6 p.m. when I'm recording this, and I do feel like it's time for a truly. Also because today's episode is a juicy Q&A episode, so it seemed right to crack a can, crack a truly lemonade specifically. I actually haven't told this story um, on the podcast or in my videos. I just showed on my Instagram story, but one of the best things of honestly my entire (laughs) career slash recent life that happened to me recently was I manifested truly reaching out to me and sending me 10. I mean, I didn't manifest necessarily the 10 boxes of product that they sent to my door, but that was just their own kind souls. Thanks to you guys actually for tagging me a few weeks ago on Twitter when truly had tweeted and they were like, tag an influencer who needs a truly lemonade sponsorship and a few of you guys tagged me and that's how i saw the original tweet because i guess i actually didn't follow like truly on twitter i follow them on instagram i don't know about you guys but i definitely prefer to like follow brands on instagram but i don't follow many brands on twitter um that's just you know how I do it. I do love to support a good brand on Instagram though. I feel like half of the accounts I follow are probably like brands or like fashion accounts or something. Anyway, I'm going off on a tangent, but truly tweeted that. And that's, you guys tagged me. That's how I saw the original tweet. So then I replied to their original tweet with a photo that was taken of me last summer. That was like in portrait mode. It was like me with a gorgeous lake in the background, some, you know, beautiful scenery. And I had a truly in my hand and a box of Cheez-Its. And it honestly could have been a truly or a Cheez-Its ad to be completely honest with you. So (laughs) I tweeted that photo to them. And then within a day, they were up in my DMs and they were like, we want to send you product. So I had no idea like what they were going to send because they basically were like, we want to send you a koozie. And then they followed it up with like, and we're going to send product as well. So I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm going to get. But like, yes, this is iconic. Thank you so much. And then literally like a few days later, like it was within like three or four days, 10 boxes of 10 packs of truly showed up at my front door. It was so that is 120 truly's. I'm almost positive because 12 in each pack. Yeah. So um, I have been, you know, the Santa Claus of truly's the past few weeks because I went camping. Uh, this past weekend or like a week ago with my friends. And then I also went camping again with my sister and a couple of friends this week. Um, And I brought, I think I brought three packs the first weekend and we went through all of those. And then I think I brought two packs uh, two or three packs, uh, when I went back this week. So I've already gone through, you know, a ton of them, hand in amount. Anyway, I just want to say that I am still manifesting a truly sponsorship. I have so far manifested product being sent, which honestly was one of the best things that's ever happened to me. I posted it on my Instagram story, freaking out when the product came to my house. But yeah, you guys know that truly is my favorite. Um, I'm a big truly girl, as you guys know. So today I'm sipping on one of the lemonade ones, which are a great summer drink. I'm just going to say if you still haven't tried them and you like seltzers 
what are you doing? Get on that black can truly life. The lemonade ones are in the black cans. So anyway, enough about my seltzer obsession. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. Welcome back. You guys, I am, I usually do not record on like Saturday evenings. I'm getting a little bit of a late recording in this week. Usually I try to record on Wednesdays and then edit the episodes on Thursdays, Fridays, or Saturdays, depending on like what day I'm most free and like schedule it for Monday. But today a bitch is behind. So we're going to record today edit tomorrow. She'll be ready on Monday. It's not that big of a deal. Um, I basically took like the past week off of work stuff, uh, for the most part. And because my sister was in town for four days. And then before that, like I said, I went camping for two days last weekend. So, um, yeah, I'm getting kind of caught up on things, which I'll talk about in the weekly catch up. But, um, yes, this episode, we're doing a juicy Q and a, and I know I've done like, I think one, maybe two, I think I've done one juicy Q and a episode on here before, I think back in like May, which may doesn't even seem that long ago, but I guess that was three months ago. Like the summer hadn't even really started in May. So I figured it was time for one. Plus, you know, I can do these on YouTube, but at the same time, we can't necessarily get as juicy as I want to get on YouTube anymore. Um, you know, you can't talk about sex on YouTube, you can't talk about subs. Well, you could maybe talk about substances, but it's just so sensitive now what you get demonetized for on YouTube. So, um, it's nice to be able to do it on here. And then also on my Patreon, which you guys know, I make videos like this on there now instead of YouTube, you know, like the juicy Q and a stuff, but I thought it would be fun to just do like a podcast one. And honestly, just catch up with you guys. I couldn't really decide what I wanted to do for this episode this week. And I was like, you know, I've been talking a lot about like dating stuff and do I want to do a more serious episode? I don't know. I feel like sometimes I stress myself out thinking of like, oh, I have to come up with a perfect episode topic, but it's really like, you know, when I listen to podcasts, I just mostly, I mean, yeah, I look at the episode topic, but if I like a show, I'm pretty much going to like listen to any episode and get some enjoyment out of it. You know, unless maybe it's with like a guest that I just, or like a topic that I completely just like don't align on, or I don't, you know, know them. But even then I feel like I could still, you know, check it out and probably like the episode. So, um, so yeah, I don't know what I'm saying right now, other than just sometimes I feel like I have to, you know, have the perfect topic and all that planned out. I am a very like planny person. I think you guys know, like I do an outline for all my episodes and typically I take you guys's questions and all that kind of stuff. So, um, I hope you guys like that style, but you know, some episodes We'll switch it up like some we don't get as interactive some it's just kind of me chatting with you guys um but anyway <laughs> enough of that being said let's quickly shout out our reviewer of the week and the reviewer of the week is kylie and she says obsessed I have been subscribed to your channel for so many years, but during quarantine, I recently became obsessed with your channel again and the podcast. I get so excited each week for new vlogs and podcast episodes. It literally makes my day. Thank you for being so relatable and inspiring when it comes to sustainability. Thank you so much, Kylie. And thank you to all of you guys who left a review. I read through all of them. I see all of them. And yeah, Kylie, you are the reviewer of the week. Thank you so much for taking the time to write a review. And if you guys want to be the reviewer of the week, I think you know the drill by now. So I'll be shouting out another one of you guys next week. 
All right, guys. So what have I been up to? Honestly, I have had the best past week. Oh my gosh. I realized, I guess I hadn't been camping and in nature for an extended period of time. Like, you know, like sleeping in a tent, like under the stars, you know, really in the elements. I hadn't done that in so freaking long. Um, I guess the last time I camped was in March, the beginning of March for Okeechobee, which actually was the like literally the last big festival to happen right before everything shut down. I feel so lucky that I was able to go to at least one camping festival this year because holy shit, the timing couldn't have been more perfect to be completely honest. Like it was still the beginning of the of March before quarantine and a lot of states didn't have like cases yet and they didn't even like need to shut down the festival. Like I remember being there and talking about Corona with people and it was it was the beginning when everyone was kind of like just had no idea and was kind of like scared, but I don't think there was any sort of an outbreak that I heard of that happened from the festival. Like it literally happened a, like two days before everything shut down. Like I think everything shut down around March 12th, if I remember, or like maybe a few days before, a few days after. And the festival was like around the 6th, 7th, 8th or something like that of March. So this is a side a side note, but that's the last time I got to go camping. And usually in the summer, I get my camping fix because I go to a couple or a few camping festivals. And that like gives me my nice, you know, it's not the, quite the same as camping, like straight up in nature or in the mountains, but it's pretty similar. Like you're still sleeping in a tent, getting the camping experience. You're still like outside. Um, and usually I try to do like one, at least one or two other camping trips throughout the year, but I hadn't done that. Not that I remember. Yeah. This year. And, um, my best friend, her girlfriend's family always gets a campsite, um, at one of my favorite little quaint, quaint, quaint places in Idaho. Um, it's a few hours away from where I live and yeah, I was, they just kind of like invited if anyone, you know, wants to come up for like a day or two days or whatever. So that's what I was up to this past week. And then my sister Megan came into town, which probably a lot of you guys saw. We recorded, um, a podcast episode for her podcast called souls at sundown. Megan's actually been on an episode back in April. So if you didn't listen to that, uh, go check that out. Megan was on my podcast. So that's why we didn't feel like we needed to record like two episodes. She'll totally be on a future episode. It just felt a little soon because, you know, we were recording one from hers, but she had been on mine just a few months prior. We also recorded, um, I vlogged and she vlogged as well. So I think that'll actually be up by the time you guys hear this episode. So go check that out on YouTube if you want to see that. Um, and other than Megan's visit, which I feel like I've been talking about so much, like on Instagram and I just recorded a little audio recording for Patreon, but it was so freaking nice and needed and just so much good quality time. Larry came with Megan. So Squirtle and Larry got to have some bonding time, which as a dog mom just makes me so happy. And Megan and I got to have some great, very great time. Um, we got to take a little, rent a little boat when we were, um, in Stanley, which is where we camped. And we got to, Megan got to meet my best friend's girlfriend for the first time. Um, and I've been really close to them the past few months. So that was so nice. And it just felt like some really needed, like 
quaint girl time. And of course we were, you know, in nature, we were outside, you know, other than my sister visiting and camping, I just am very happy with where I am at in my life. And I'm also looking forward to the future. And I think I've I've definitely talked about this, but I could literally get emotional thinking about it. Just, I mean, after my breakup, when I came back here, like winter and I was just alone, I had like one friend here and I was so worried about like, I was just so consumed with like, okay, I just have to get through the end of my lease, like in August. And then I'm moving home to Georgia and I get to be with all my friends again. Like, I can't wait. Like that was my mindset for like the whole, you know, winter and honestly a big part of the spring. I was like, you know, I'm only going to be living here until August, like whatever. And I've just done, I've shared this, but I've just done like a full fucking 180. And I'm just like, I'm an Idaho bitch now. And that is definitely not to say that, um, you know, I'm like permanently here. I actually don't think that I'm going to be permanently anywhere in my life. I really like to move around and live new places. And, um, I still think I will do that, but I'm just feeling so good with where I am at right now in my life, my relationships. And thinking back to a year ago, my life was a fucking mess compared to what it is now. Not my life was a mess. My relationship was a mess and I was a complete emotional wreck every single day, but would just get up every day and be like, I'm fine. Like I'm, you know, still going to just try again today. And, um, I know I've talked about it before, but I just feel so much more balanced, calm, peaceful. Like every part of my life has literally improved since I ended a toxic relationship. So, um, you know, that's my mood for 2020 is get toxic shit out of your life, baby. Not only for 2020, but, um, for past 2020. And that leads me into my bops and flops of the week. First flop is, oh, actually my only flop that I could think of is just like a minor one. Honestly, it's nothing crazy and just kind of feeling like I'm, you know, slacking and a little bit behind on work and product productivity right now, which I am, but I'm in the process of catching up. And you know what? I do talk about this, but it is hard to let myself even when I pre-record and I'm like ready to take time off, I'm like, oh, I, I know that the next week I'm going to have like my sister in town. I'm going camping. Like I'm not going to want to work. So what I'll do is I'll like pre-record my podcast, pre-schedule a YouTube video to go up. Even when I do that, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I feel guilty for not, you know, like vlogging right now or like, you know, posting on the podcast Instagram for a week or things like that. I need to do things like that to step away. It is actually really beneficial, I think, for me to like take a week off of working because I pre-scheduled my content. So I'm still like getting things up and I'm not feeling like, oh, I'm not, I'm not like providing um, my usual content. Like I still am. Sorry guys, I really needed to blow my nose. I'm sorry if I sounded like kind of 
stuffed up or whatever when I was talking a second ago. Um, but yeah, that's honestly my only flop. It's not even really a big one because I'm, I'm just used to feeling like that when I'm not like every single day, you know, doing something productive and grinding. Um, yeah, but it's not a big deal. It's fine. Just wanted to have a flop for the week. So that is, you know, the one I thought of. But now let's move on to my bops of the week. My first one is gratitude. Just overall feeling gratitude, feeling that emotion, as Joanne the Scammer would say, never felt that emotion, don't know that feeling, never felt that emotion. (laughs) Um, No, I really have been feeling the emotion of gratitude for, like I mentioned before, the theme of Lindsay's summer friendship and fam relationships and connection. (laughs) So we'll leave it at that. Love feeling some good gratitude for the good things in your life, even when other things may not be going perfectly. You know what I mean? Like take one second right now or today to think of at least one up to, you know, five or 10 (laughs) things or people or little tiny things that you are grateful for in your life. And thinking about those things always makes me feel just like I come back down to earth. Not that, you know, I necessarily left earth, but you just kind of get a little more grounded and it just takes you back to like, I'm here. I, you know, am on this earth and I do have things to be grateful for in my life, even if, you know, they're tiny things. My next bop, honestly, a big one that I'm feeling very confident about. A bitch has really needed to release a toxic negative energy slash um, just person in my life that, you know, was just coming in and trying to get in my life. And you know what? I don't know. I was going back and forth with it for a while. Like, how do I act in this situation? What do I actually want for myself? Like what is actually beneficial for my growth? And maybe it's the hard thing to do to cut somebody off that, you know, like it's not easy to cut somebody out because, You're not the only one whose feelings and emotions are affected and involved, right? But I think sometimes deep down, you know the feeling if like getting a message from someone is fucking stressing you out and it literally makes like your heart drop or just like, you know what I mean? Like when hearing from someone makes you actually just like nervous or your heart starts racing, it's like if that's not like a cute little butterfly crush type of a feeling, it is probably not a good sign. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I just, you know, I need to be stricter on myself. And this is me being stricter on myself and being like, you know what, Lindsay, you know that this is not good for you. So you have to stop communicating with this person because it is, it is, it's just not going to get me anywhere. And I've known that I think deep down for a while, but like I said, it's hard to just cut somebody off when you know that your feelings and your emotions are not the only ones that are involved. 
that's a big, big, big bop to be celebrated this week. (laughs) Proud of myself. (laughs) And in completely other news, uh, my last bop of the week is actually a product. This is not sponsored. I could only dream of getting a sponsorship from this product, but basically a bitch has finally discovered, thanks to you guys actually, um, the product that is called Brewmate. Okay, so a few weeks ago, I posted on my Instagram story a Yeti. um, I was going to order this Yeti. Like it's basically an insulated uh, koozie, like um, an aluminum one that keeps it really, really, really cold for like a white cloth size, like a seltzer size drink. Okay, like a slim can. And, you know, it's just it's been summer. A bitch has been drinking claws and trulies. They just get so gross when you get to, if you're a slow drinker and they just get to like that point where they're like a third of the way down. And I really am a slow drinker. You guys like it just gets so gross. And I'm like, oh, I hate it. I really want to start a new one, but I'm not going to waste this one. That's total waste. You know what I mean? So um, I was seeing the Yeti ones around and I was like, oh, I'm going to get one of those. I thought that was like the only brand. And I went on the website and they were like all freaking sold out. So, um, I posted on my Instagram story. I was like, Oh my God, I need this so badly. This is like the godsend product. And a ton of you guys replied and were like, get a brewmate. They're the same thing, but like they come in a bunch of fun colors and like, I love my brewmate. So I was like, okay, I need to order one from there. So went onto the website, ordered one. It came, honestly, I've only had it for eight days and I've used it so much because like I said, I like went camping and I was like on a boat, you know, I was in the summer weather and honestly, I'm using it right now. Like every time I drink a truly a claw, it holds like a red, a red bull size can. If you don't drink alcohol, um, you know what I mean? Those si- and also like they actually make them for like every size of drinks. They make them for wine. This sounds like an ad, but just if you're interested in something like this and you hate when you're canned drink and they have a for bottles too. <laughs> Basically, if you hate when your drink gets hot when you're like outside in the summer or just even like inside your own house, you know how it gets when it's like the bottom of the drink. You should go check out their website. This is like I said, not sponsored, but honestly manifesting a sponsorship with Brewmate cuz this shit is like unreal. I literally am going to be ordering them for everyone for like birthdays and Christmas because I feel like everyone needs this shit. Maybe it's just me. Like I'm a person that like, I love nothing more than when my drinks are like stay icy cold. Like I love shit like this, but that is my last bop of the week. Honestly, discovering this iconic product, (laughs) I already ordered another color. So I ordered a stainless steel one and then I ordered a yellow one. Um, and a bitch is probably going to continue ordering more sizes from this brand. So that's my last pop of the week. Sorry. I kind of went off on that one, but when I have something that makes me like so freaking happy and I'm like, I literally want to get this for everyone in my life for like a birthday present. I have to tell you guys about it. And I feel like I don't do that enough on the podcast, like tell you guys about products. So maybe we need to have a whole episode. That's just like my favorite shit of, you know, the last year or like the best things I've discovered. Let me know if you guys want an episode like that. 
Thank you so much to our long time sponsor on this podcast of Anchor. So Anchor is actually how I make this podcast. I wouldn't even have this podcast if it wasn't for the free tool that is the platform Anchor. So as I said, it is completely free. Anybody can make a podcast from your house, from your phone, from your computer, Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's basically everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And it actually is, you guys, I stan Anchor so hard. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started with recording your own podcast. Guys, why am I crying right now? Do you ever get like... (laughs) This doesn't happen to me that often, but you know, when you get a text or or like something, a call that's meant for the wrong person, I just got like an alert for a message and it said, you know how, um, your iPhone will say like maybe dot, dot. And sometimes it'll say like the, what they think the person's name is. If they like say their name in the message. Anyway, it said maybe Patsy, Patsy. Okay. I open up the message and it says, hi, Crystal. This is Patsy. I hate to ask, but what did you decide to name him? How is he doing? Guys, is Patsy a guy name or a girl name? And why do I feel like this is like some some baby daddy checking in on the, on the baby, the new baby and the mom being like, I hate to ask, but what did you decide to name him? Like, guys, I seriously think I just got a text from a baby daddy. <laughs> Um, or is Patsy a woman name? I'm going to have to, I mean, I guess it could be either. It, it strikes me as more of a female name. Um, maybe it's just a friend checking in on a friend. Um, but guys, I have to reply and be like, I'm so sorry. This is not Patsy. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh, but I had to share that with you guys. Okay. It's time for the juicy Q and a finally, I did like a friggin' 30 minute intro. So I do want to say that I only asked like an hour ago for you guys' questions. I usually try to give like a day's notice so I can get like a bunch of stuff. I did still get a good amount of questions, but if you didn't see this, I'm sorry. I just took this really late before recording this episode today, Um, but let's get into it. A lot of you guys ask questions about sex, of course, (laughs) but um, that is to be expected and it is appreciated. So let's start it off. Worst sex story. Okay. I think I actually told this story like a little bit, a little bit briefly in a recent episode. I'm pretty sure my episode about fuckboys or something, but I'm pretty sure the worst sex story I can remember, honestly, unless I've like blacked out another one, like, I don't mean like actually blacked out, like blacked it out, like just don't remember it. Um, or like, don't remember why it was so bad. The worst one really wasn't that bad. It was just like really awkward because it was unexpected. And like, I had had kind of like a light crush on this guy years ago. And yeah, I told the beginning of this story, maybe it was on Patreon. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I had a few people over like at my apartment and I remember me and him like went into my room at some point and started hooking up and it just like led into sex. But honestly, it was just, I don't know what was going on. Like our bodies just were not sinking up. Like I didn't really know the guy that well. So maybe it was just like, we hadn't have enough, hadn't had enough time to like 
build that chemistry. I don't know. It was just not there. And he didn't make me feel comfortable about my body. Like I remember like, he was like, this is like really, I don't know why is this like so awkward? Like he said something like that. And I mean, I was feeling the same thing, but I'm not going to like say something like that. Like that's kind of rude or just like weird to say. I mean, it was just not ideal. I think it was pretty short. I don't remember like anything about it other than it was just awkward. Our bodies were not like sinking. It just wasn't working. So that's not like a horrible, you know, um, like a sex horror story or anything like that. Maybe I've had, maybe I've had worse and I've just, like I said, blacked it out (laughs) as the years went on. Um, yeah, that's probably the worst that I can think of. It was just like awkward. Have you ever had a pregnancy scare? I've actually, eh, Never had like um, a real pregnancy scare. I've definitely been late on my period and bought a pregnancy test and taken one and it has been negative. So I guess maybe that counts. But at the same time, I feel like that's very common because us as women, if like when we're just late or something and we're like, oh, like, you know, I, I did have sex, you know, you always just start like, going to the worst case scenario and being like, oh my gosh, like what if I am pregnant? So I've definitely taken like two or three pregnancy tests when I was late that were negative. But like I said, I feel like that's a very, very common thing. Um, because sometimes you're just late or something like that. And then it's always worked out for me. Luckily, like I have never, you know, actually been pregnant. I don't know what this question means and I'm confused. It says, have you ever gotten the ick? And I really don't know what that means. I guess I could just Google it. Should I just see the ick? Like, does that stand for something? Oh, <laughs> okay. The ick is a dating term that means you get a sudden cringe feeling when you have romantic contact with someone and become almost immediately put off by them. You might feel suddenly repulsed, put off, or cringed out by the person you're dating. That's the ick talking. Um... The ick when you have romantic contact. Yes, I have. One of my past crushes, um, I, (laughs) well, it wasn't like a big ick. It was just like, I thought I was going to be, we reconnected and I thought that I was going to be like super into them because I had had a crush on them for so long in the past, like literally one of the biggest crushes of my entire life. And like I said, we reconnected and he was like making moves and I was kind of into it at the beginning. Like it felt kind of, I don't know. But then like at some point he just like was, I think he was like beginning to initiate sex. And I just literally like moved his hand and was like, um, not really like feeling it tonight. And then honestly the ick continued (laughs) and it never went away after that. And now I just feel that. So I've had like a light ick, (laughs) uh, probably crazier experiences that too, but that's definitely like a recent one. Yeah. The ick. I've definitely, definitely experienced that. This question just says sex toys question mark. So, you know, very open-ended, but, um, I do have a few sex toys for sure. Definitely recommend at least having like a decent vibrator or something. Like I, I don't know. I just feel like why not? (laughs) So yeah, I have a couple vibrators. I have like some more like fun stuff for, sexy time that I can use with someone if I want to. Um, yeah, I've definitely like 
had a vibrator for years and years and years, <laughs> probably since like, I don't know, 2013, 2014 got my first vibrator. <laughs> um, so sex toys, my answer is yes. Like I definitely don't think sex toys should be taboo. I think most people probably have them and they're definitely can be very beneficial to your life and fun. So that is my answer to that. Multiple of you guys asked, what's your favorite position? Okay, so I got asked this recently because I was playing like truth or drink with a couple people and this was one of the questions. Um, Okay, so I think my favorite position is a tie um, between two, depending on how I'm feeling. I usually definitely like go to both of them when I'm having sex. Like they're probably my two favorites. So I don't know if I can rank them, but my first favorite is just like doggy style in general. Okay. That's tea. But also I feel like that's a lot of people's favorites. So honestly, I don't think that's that much tea. Another one of my favorite positions, which, um, doesn't sound that like crazy or complicated. It's really not. Um, I like this one because it's just like simple, but it's basically elevated (laughs) and I will tell you why. So it's literally just like me lying on my back and then you put like one or two pillows under your back. So your butt and other things are lifted up a little bit. Um, but you're still like supported and you can like lie down. It's honestly super comfy. You have like a freaking pillow in your back and, um, guy on top <laughs> or girl on top, whatever you like. And yeah, just basically me lying like that. And then like my knees are just like open a little bit, obviously. Um, and something about that angle, I'm, I don't know if it's just for my body, but it's really nice and it's definitely better than like just lying flat on my back. So if you have pillows around and you've never tried that, I'm sure a lot of people have tried that. I don't think either of these is, you know, anything really wild. Okay. I don't know if anyone is hoping for like a crazy, crazy wild position, but honestly, those are just like my two go-to favorites. Okay. Next question. Advice for losing your V card. IDK, if I should keep waiting or get it over with. Um, I don't feel like you should ever have to get it over with in quotes. I'm doing quotes. So if you're feeling like that, I probably do think you should wait because it shouldn't be something that you feel like you want to get it over with. It should be something that you're definitely at least like a little bit excited about, hopefully. Um, I don't know how old you are, of course. Maybe you're just like ready to not be a virgin anymore. Sorry if you can hear a squirrel in the background. He's itching. But just reading like what you said, um, I feel like you should wait until you feel a little bit excited about or like hopefully more than a little bit excited about it. And um you know, like if you've already waited this long, wait until it's at least someone that you're like interested in. I think, um, obviously, you know, everybody should make their own decisions for their own self and their own body. So this is just what I'm reading, like based off of your question, but I don't know, you know, the extenuating circumstances, but, um, yeah, I wouldn't look at it as something to like get over with, but I would totally understand that that may be how some people feel about it. (laughs) This question's funny. How the hell do you refrain yourself from munchy eating? 
like crazy after smoking. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, the munchies are definitely real. And for me, it's so weird because I think I get like fake munchies. Like I don't actually get hungry. I just want to eat food whenever I'm high, like especially at night, even if I'm not hungry, I'm just like, oh my God, I could really go for some Taco Bell. I always want Taco Bell when I'm high (laughs) for some reason. Um, so how do you refrain yourself? Um, maybe you could do something else. You could distract yourself. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with some snacking, but I know what you mean. If it's like, it's something that's getting out of hand and you're like, I actively don't want to do this. I think the key in things like this are like, you kind of would need to replace what you would be doing, like replace your hands and your mouth that want to snack with something else. Maybe you could have, you know, like a nice iced tea or like sparkling water or something. Um, I don't know. Maybe you could have like a little beverage. I always get really thirsty when I'm high. So that's something that I would definitely go to. Or maybe you could, I don't know if you just want to like actually eat, you could set aside in your fridge, maybe some easy, healthier snacks, like maybe like some hummus and uh, pretzel chips or like some hummus and carrots, or you know what I mean? Just like something that's not like really snacky, but it's still something if you're actually just like getting really hungry, like don't deny your body, of course. Or I would just like do something different with your hands <laughs> to distract yourself. You could like, you know, play Mario Kart or something that it's like, oh my gosh, I can't actually really like snack while I'm doing this other thing. So maybe that's another option as well. <laughs> but I just thought that question was funny. Next question. Have you ever thought of being with a woman? I feel like I have thought about it a little bit, but I haven't like had somebody, for example, like I haven't had like another woman like come into my life and be like, want to pursue me. You know what I mean? For me to actually be like, wait, do I want to pursue this? Um, I do think that, you know, like primarily I will probably be in straight relationships. I, not to say like, I never want to sit here and say never, ever, ever, like not, not to say like, oh, I could, I could never see myself dating a woman or I don't know. You just said being with a woman. So that doesn't necessarily mean dating, but I I kind of was getting that from this question. Obviously it could mean like having, um, an intimate experience with another woman, And I would just say that, yes, I've thought about it, but I haven't really had like a situation actually come up that I've been like, oh, you know, this is like, I really need to like make a decision on this. Primarily, yes, I'm into men. You know, I've only dated men, Um, but also I am not like, I do not believe that I am 100% straight. And I do think that sexuality is a spectrum and you can be anywhere that you want to be on the spectrum. Okay. And that might change throughout the years. Maybe it doesn't change. Maybe it does change, but yeah, obviously I lean towards more straight. Um, as I've like, I feel like I've shared it. I talk about dating men and experiences with men, but I'm not like 100%, um, no towards like the idea of being with a woman, like it honestly, you know, maybe someday it would happen if it was like the right person, the right time. I don't know. I'm just saying like, maybe it won't happen. Maybe it will happen. I really don't know, but I'm not 100% closed off to the idea of something like that. But yes, I do primarily date men. I'm, 
I lean towards straight on the spectrum. So that's, I don't think that's surprising for many of you guys listening, but also I'm not going to put myself in a box and be like, I'm hundred percent straight. I'm only going to date men for my entire life. Like, I don't know if that, you know, will be true. And what's the point of making a statement like that? If you know, life, life changes, <laughs> How to support a friend who has low self-esteem, mental health issues, etc. I think the biggest thing you can do is check in on them, even just like, you know, maybe a message every day or every other day and just let them know that you are there to support them. You know, I think that is honestly like the biggest thing, just being like, hey, like I know some days you might want to talk, some days you might not want to talk to me at all, but I just want you to know that I'm going to check in with you and like I care about you and your mental health. And, um, Also, maybe being like, what is the best way that I can support you when you're feeling really down? You know, and just opening opening up, being like, what is the best thing for you? Would it be like for me to not talk to you? Like, do you not want to talk to people when you're feeling super down? Or would it be for me to, you know, check in with you and like call you or text you or like offer to, you know, maybe bring something to you if you're feeling really, really low and you don't want to get out of bed. I mean, I know that it's different for every person. Of course, some people might, you know, not want to see anybody at all if they're having a really low day. Um, but some people, maybe that does make them feel a little bit better to, I don't know, go on a walk with a friend one day or something like that. So I think the biggest thing is just being like, how can I best support you? Um, and also, yeah, checking in on them and just being like, Hey, you know, like haven't maybe haven't heard from you a few in a few days. And I just want you to know that I care about you and see how you're doing. I think that's some of the best things that you can do other than just being a genuine friend. I'm sure they will appreciate that. Even if sometimes maybe it's hard for them to appreciate that, or maybe they can be better at communication certain days than others, but I'm sure deep down they would appreciate um, just you checking in and just offering to, you know, be there and do what, what is best for them. How to know if a guy just wants to hook up or a real relationship. Um, if you haven't listened to the fuck boys episode, definitely feel like we talked about this in that episode for sure. So go check that out if you happen to have missed it, but overall, um, you can tell if a guy is actively pursuing you. Like, is he following up on what he says he's going to do? Like, is he texting you first? Is he actually making plans to hang out with you? Um, or is he giving you empty promises and treating you like you are just like a little, you know, option on the side. And I really do think you can tell you guys like how sometimes you might want the guy that's not giving you any attention, right? Like sometimes those are the people that we want the most because they give us nothing (laughs) or they give us the absolute littlest bit to keep us, you know, hanging on. But I think genuinely, if a guy wants to be with you, this is... This is not a hot take. Are you ready? He will be with you. (laughs) If a guy wants to hang out with you, he will make the time to hang out with you. If a guy wants to text you, he's going to text you. 
if he's not doing those things, he probably does not want a relationship. Um, and that's the hard truth, but I do believe that actions speak louder than any words. And I think fuckboy behaviors can be pretty easily identified. So definitely go check out that episode again, if you are listening and you missed it, uh, honestly, it's one of my favorite ones that I've done recently. Um, but yeah, that's the biggest thing is like, if a guy wants to be with you, he's going to actively like try to hang out with you. He's going to be with you if he wants to be with you. You know what I'm saying? Do you ever regret being in a past relationship? What is one thing you'd change of your past? I don't know if this is talking about like my ex of, you know, three years that obviously you guys knew or a previous relationship. So I'm going to um, just assume because you didn't say your past relationship. You said a past relationship. Um, I do not regret either. I've only been into like more serious relationships uh, for the most part. Um, and I do not regret them at all. I really don't see the point in like regretting years of my life that taught me a lot. And I learned a lot about myself and what I want and what I don't want and things like that. And I absolutely do not, I'm not the type of person that like, like will break up with someone and be like, I regret having ever met you. I just wish we never met. I don't know. Maybe someone can make you feel that much pain that you would feel that way. Um, but I do think that everything of course can be a learning experience for what you want in the future. And the second part of the question, what is one thing you'd change of your past? I don't know if that's like relating to what you said in the beginning. So I think I'm just going to like separate it as another question. What's one thing I'd change of my past? I think one thing I want to get better at and I'm trying to get better at is taking things slower when I like somebody and not rushing into things because I get really attached and I get really excited and it's hard for me not to do that. It's very hard for me to take things slow and I do think that taking things slow sometimes can just allow you a lot more like clarity and could hopefully benefit the future situation. So that is maybe one thing I'd change is rushing into things in general, <laughs> not only with like relationships and love, but just kind of like not thinking things through for a really long time. Next question is how do you get your partner good at giving head without hurting their feelings? Okay, honestly, you have to tell them what you want. Like you cannot just be like getting head from your partner, letting them do what they think is right, but you actually like don't like it or you're like, I want them to do this, but I'm like scared to hurt their feelings. Trust me, like if your partner is going down on you, they want to please you and you are allowed to ask for what you are more than allowed to ask for what you want and like hey maybe could you try this hey it feels really good when you do that hey when you do that it doesn't feel amazing amazing for me it just like maybe you could do this instead um also if they're down there guide them okay like move <laughs> move them to where you want them to be and definitely encourage them for doing anything that you like that feels good. This is my biggest thing with sex and getting what you want is you don't have to be bossy, but you should definitely like express what you want because literally what's the point of having sex if you're not enjoying yourself? Like you can't just be letting a guy go down on you and you're like not into it. Like if you don't like it, just be like I just really want to make out right now. Just like suggest something else or if you do like you said really want to get him to be good at 
giving you head, just, um, you know, maneuver him around down there. Be like, go a little higher, go, go a little lower. Oh, stay there. Oh, like maybe do this with your tongue. (laughs) Like honestly. And I think for the most part that people like, you know, doing something that makes you feel good and pleasing you, especially if they already are going down on you, that means that they want to pleasure you. So keep that in mind. All right. So they're probably, you can say it in like a, you know, not rude way. I really believe that you could say it without hurting their feelings. Like just guide them really, really nicely and give them, men need a lot of, um, typically, you know, not women too, but men need a lot of like positive reinforcement. They love positive reinforcement. So whether it's having to do with getting head or just sex stuff in general, if someone's doing something that you like, like tell them, be like, oh my gosh, I love what you're doing right now. Like stay there, keep doing that. That feels so good. Like just some, you know, positive reinforcement is always, I think always great. Cause they're like, Oh my gosh, like I'm doing, she's really turned on right now by what I'm doing. Like that is anyone would want to hear that. You know what I mean? So make sure you're being vocal about what you like and what you don't like. I think it's very important. What accent do you find the sexiest? Mm, I think it has to be probably an Australian accent. I don't know why. Honestly, any accent (laughs) other than like an American or Southern accent is pretty attractive to me because it's just something that's like different. So it's like mentally stimulating, but I think probably my, my, my overall favorite, one of my favorites, I probably haven't heard a lot of accents too. Like, you know how there's like different dialects for different parts of countries and things like that. Um, but I do really enjoy a sexy Australian accent. I need tips on how to subtly flirt with my brother's friend while my brother is around, lol. Hmm. Okay, if your brother is going to be around while you're doing this, then I think I would say maybe sitting close to your brother's friend, maybe even just even more subtle than that could be just really taking interest in what he says in conversations and making the effort to like ask him, um, you know, a lot about himself and just like really showing genuine interest. And then, I mean, I don't know if you're like trying to like not piss off your brother or something you didn't mention. You just said, you know, well, my brother is around. So I, I then in that case, I'd take it a step further and just, you know, go and try to like sit by him on the couch when you guys are maybe all hanging together or like just little things like that. Um, maybe when your brother goes to the bathroom or leaves the room for a second, you could like, if things are going well, you know, if you're picking up on some energy, you could like touch his thigh when you're saying something to him really quickly, like a little, or a little brush, like brush your hand, you know, along his hand or something like that. Like, obviously if things are going well and you feel like, you know, maybe I can make a really quick little flirty move. Um, I would start there. Um, I would start lightly with more, like more with conversation, like laugh at his jokes and like, you know, ask him, like I said, just ask him questions about himself and take and just 
make eye contact. You can make flirty eye contact for sure. Your brother might be like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know how your brother feels about the situation, but hey girl, get your mans, you know, maybe your brother will get over it. (laughs) Would you ever date a viewer? Well, 95 to 96% of my viewers are women, um, at least on YouTube. <laughs> um, and I have only dated men. Like I mentioned, I'm not like necessarily opposed to dating women. I don't really see myself dating a woman at this point in my life, but, um, would I ever date a viewer? Um, probably not because I'm really, really, really weird about not weird, but I, even with, um, dating and dating apps, I, one of my like newer rules when I got back into dating apps this year was, okay, I'm not gonna, um, have like my Instagram available for a guy before they meet me. Because obviously like, I'm not trying to sound cool right now, but obviously like I have more followers than the average person. I am essentially, you know, like I'm an influencer. Um, and that is something that I never want someone to like go creep on my profile and try to be like, Oh, this girl, you know, she's like this, um, she's like this YouTuber. She's like this influencer before they actually meet me in person. I just prefer it so much. If I can just talk to someone and even just have like one date with someone before they, um, can have like this preconceived idea of me. So that would be my hesitation with dating a viewer would be like, just that somebody has this idea of me without meeting me in person first. So for that reason, I don't think that I would. Um, and like I said, in dating situations to this day, like I, that is one of my new rules. I used to have like back, back in the day when I was on like whatever Tinder, Bumble, whatever, I'm pretty sure I had it linked to my Instagram, which is definitely a normal thing. You know what I mean? But at this stage of my life, I I wouldn't want to meet a guy with him having seen and like creeped on my Instagram before meeting me. And that's just because of the nature of my job. And literally my entire life is on the internet. If someone, if someone had never met me, they could literally go watch a thousand videos of me before ever meeting me in person. And not to say that I'm not the same in my videos as I am in person, but I think you guys know what I mean. I would just rather someone not have an idea of like, oh, this girl's an influencer. This girl's like an Instagram girl before they actually met me and got to like form other opinions first of how I am in person in real life. So I hope that makes sense. And I've literally been ghosted by two guys recently because I didn't give them my Instagram before we ever met up in person, like fully just stopped texting back because I was like, oh, I just like don't give out my Instagram before I like meet up with people, literally no response. So (laughs) it's something that I'm not willing to compromise on, honestly. To get back to the question, I do not think I would date a viewer. I hope that doesn't sound offensive. It's just like, you know what I mean? I prefer, even with the people I have dated, like I just want to date real life people. I don't want to date like another influencer, another YouTuber, um, Instagram guy, like not to say that 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 could never happen, but I prefer just normal real life people. (laughs) You know what I mean? All right, guys, I got a few more questions, but I've been recording for a little over an hour now. So I'm going to leave it there for today. 
Um, like I said, I only allowed like an hour or two for these questions to come in. So I still hope it was juicy. I feel like it was kind of juicy, mostly just sex stuff for the most part, but no, we answered some other things as well. So I hope that this was enjoyable. Let me know if you guys want like a regular juicy Q and a episode. I don't know, like every other month or something like that every few months, or if you feel like they're a little repetitive, um, I think they're fun. So definitely feel free to get in the DMS on the podcast, Instagram, and tell me what you think about that. You can also, you know, leave me a comment on any photos on the podcast Instagram with your opinions as well if you don't want to send a DM. And um, I do hope you guys enjoyed this. I had fun for sure. I only finished like half my truly, mostly because I was just talking it up. (laughs) But you guys definitely go and follow Unfiltered with Lindsay Hughes on Instagram. If you haven't already, that's how you can submit your questions, answer polls, see when new episodes are posted, all that kind of jazz. If you guys like and enjoy the podcast, it would mean so much to me to have your support following the Instagram account. Just really helps me as a, you know, creator that does all this by myself and go check out my new YouTube vlog. If you missed it, thank you guys so much for listening. As always, I hope this was a fun episode for you and I'll be back next week with another episode. Thank you guys so much for listening and have a great week. Bye.